I was having a conversation with a guy the other night and he said that the, he, he was already a chess guy and uh, you know, chess.com had like a 4,000% increase in, in uh, members. Like it was something nuts. You know, I don't know if it was 4,000, but it was some nuts number that they increased as soon as the queen's gambit came out and had like a week or two to be out for people to watch it. And then chess.com just boom. Shut through the roof. Within one month of that time, though, all of those 4,000% increase dropped because they're like, <laughs> fuck, chess is hard. <laughs> I thought I thought this was just like checkers with like more pieces. It's not. I thought I just got it's high, looked easy. at the ceiling, and was was gonna be gifted at this. That's pretty <laughs> if you haven't seen the show, that's pretty much what happens. Right. That's funny. I think the last time that uh big pop culture influence from not even a show, but like the app, and I, I hope y'all know where I'm going, Pokemon Go. Do y'all yep. remember that? Yeah. Everybody, everybody was on Pokemon Go. Didn't matter if you were cool, not cool, a nerd, not a nerd. You were back on Pokemon Go. I couldn't buy the bracelet, so I was like, screw it, I'm done. <laughs> if, I if I can't get the merch, I'm not doing it. I want everybody to know that I'm walking around doing this stuff. Wait, you couldn't buy it? or no, I, I, well, I couldn't couldn't find it. Yeah, it was like uh, sold out. It was sold out, and then, and then I kind of lost it. Well, I, I think... Also, I lost interest whenever I kept coming. I, my job at the time, I was always on the road and I had to go to properties and stuff like that around the area. And so as soon as it said, oh, you're not going to log this because you're too close to your car, you're driving too fast in your car. And then everywhere I went, no matter where I was, it was always like a, a Pidgey. I was like, I'm done. I can't, I can't <laughs> anymore. I'm not, I'm not catching any more Pidgeys. I'm not doing it. I want Muse on every street corner. Every street corner. <laughs> Something different. Something so, different. No, so it, so it was like Muse. real Pokemon. So it was pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, Rattata. Okay, cool. Pidgey. Okay, cool. Although you have to wonder, is the only way to get fire Pokemon to go to like Hawaii or other islands that are, <laughs> a, you know, like built around volcanoes? Because otherwise, if a Magmar shows up in your fruit store, you got to run, dude. Like, that's, that's not safe. <laughs> well, oh, and I boy. think I I think I dropped it too early because, and, and I say that like it's a good thing because I dropped it. You know, okay, I'm done with it. I didn't spend any money. It's good. Like I got away from it. You know, before it got to be a problem. However, like now I, th I now I think again I haven't been on it in years that you can do battles and stuff like that against other. It's a trainers. lot more interactive. It's a lot it's, more interactive. A lot it's more. The, it's the it's the game you wish it was had it when come it out. out yeah yeah it's it's but so again, much more i'm interactive. out don't bring me back in i'm out I'm, out. <laughs> oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna download it right now and see if i can uh, catch uh, anything other than a pidgey while i'm sitting here <laughs> it's not gonna happen although okay here's the thing that kind of makes it seem like what pokemon would actually be like if it was in the real world because there's one there who's going around catching all the legendaries but 99 percent of the population's like i got bug pokemon that's it i found a caterpie done well and then yeah and then there's the ones like sitting on the sitting on the park bench like or sitting on the the dock like fishing magic magic carp magic carp magic carp magic carp magic carp magic done and then he goes wreck shopping dude. everybody that dude's not a traitor he's trying to like get those fish to live like those, that's like his family's nourishment <laughs> <laughs> just eating magic carp on a regular basis goldines mm -hmm. I'll bet you those things are delicious. It's like fried catfish, man. Yeah. To get it. <laughs> All right. I'm literally going to download it right now. Yeah. 
Haven't played well, this game in five years. Yeah, I wish I could long. say the same. I've been playing. I have to. Ha- I have to keep it on my phone because whenever I visit my, you don't nieces have and nephews, to do anything, Irvin. You when I visit my nieces to, and nephews, they're like, have "Can to we do play it. on your phone?" No, I'm like, "Here, no. here's Pokemon." No. Yeah, that's a cop out. You. <laughs> I did actually. During, no, morning. during quarantine, I would go on runs and uh, hatch my eggs and stuff. So definitely, definitely got back into it during that time. See you. You, my good friend, should not really. You should. You shouldn't be allowed to download apps. I, I like. I like, like games. This is true on, on apps. So, how much I money played, have you uh, spent on Pokemon Go in the last? No, no, no. no. I, I, I haven't spent any money on it oh, because Chris and Ryan. Quick aside, Chris and Ryan. Hopefully, you are aware of this by now. This is actually the typical way we do something, where we will start with a topic or we'll start with an idea, and then we'll just wander into the woods and get lost there for a while. <laughs> we eventually find our way. It's really like, fascinating. Do we park the car over here? No, it's over there. Yeah, sorry, I'm just like we're saying, like, yeah, hey, we have three tier. You know, this is what we do. We do this, this, and this. it's like, no, it, this is our. <laughs> like, this oh, that's that sounds wonderful. <laughs> yeah, like who does that? They do. <laughs> they do. Professionals, exactly. Get you get you a German-born co-host. He'll keep you organized and straight. <laughs> uh, but, uh, speaking of a gamer show having influence, I would definitely put Cobra Kai in that category, too. A lot of yeah. kids love karate, man. A lot of kids yeah. are getting back into it. I want to get back into it. it. <laughs> so I maxed out at, I think, uh, whatever the third belt is. If it's yellow, maybe? Yellow or orange? I don't I don't remember. But that's, that mm-hmm. was my max. I think purple for me. Couldn't even tell you. <laughs> nice. Karate. My nephew's actually a black belt. He was a black Damn. belt by like, by like six years old or something like that. I was like, you overachieving piece. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Reining it back in, since everybody's gone, you know, they said what brought a little shining hope to uh, 2020 for them. For me, it was going to be two things. First one is going to be a comic book. And then the, the second one's going to be a show. And we're all going to nerd out on the show. So, spoiler alert for you guys. I've been collecting a lot of it lately. For you nerds, it's what we pretty much talk about every single show. And so, comic book, Last Ronin. I was so (laughs) impressed with The Last Ronin. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. It's what I predicted it to be. And so, I was super excited that that was going to be the case, even though Brian actually had a a good idea. Do you remember the the premise of The Last Ronin, Brian? I think you had said that you wanted Leo. Oh, yeah. It was uh, basically Old Man Logan. Mm -hmm. The best way to view it. It's just like... The IDW, Kevin Eastman version of what would happen if we put the old Man Logan storyline with a turtle. And I think it worked out perfect. I think it did. And spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't read it. And it's been a while. So, I mean, you know, you can. Yeah, that's why I didn't dive into the detail. (laughs) Okay. I guess I guess I won't. won't, You can do it if you want. (laughs) It's been out for a while, like you said. (laughs) So obviously there's four brothers. The obvious choice, I'll I'll say that it's not the obvious choice. The choice that they went with, I think, was absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to really move the the story forward and develop his character. It's it was great. I just absolutely loved it. I I was excited for it and it did not let me down. And it will not let you down. So if you're considering reading something, that's what I would definitely definitely do. It gives you the most potential growth character-wise because that that Mm -hmm. choice, and we're basically spoiling it without spoiling it but it gives you the most story to tell with the the choice that they made the 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 most you know like how did we get here i'm so intrigued to see issue two and see how did we get here and where are we gonna go that's coming around the corner isn't it it shouldn't be yeah i think they've pushed it back a little bit i thought it was gonna be december or january so i'm I'm still waiting yeah i'm hoping it's 
I'm hoping it's sometime soon because I was excited for that first one. I I saw where Ben Bishop posted that he had just drawn his last page for it. So hopefully soon. Okay. Yeah, it was pushed back to February 17th of this year. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So we got some time. Yeah. I was in the uh, the LCS yesterday, and they had one of the uh, the gold foils, the one one per store variants. I was like, oh, okay. like, oh this is so cool. <laughs> so, okay. So that's the first one. It's a great read. Guys, I need to get y'all. I think I'll buy y'all a couple of second print copies and, and give it to y'all so y'all can read it because I think, I think the guys will like it. They're turtle fans. Actually, the part of my christmas present from brian with a b it was a it was a pizza box inside the pizza box was a teenage mutant ninja turtle pizza cookbook so oh, I'll, cool. I'll, show, I'll show it to y'all i'll, I'll post That's it but, uh, yeah it was it was a cool gift and then trey gave me what was a top 100 marvel influential comic books and so i was yeah. like oh dude i could totally do a segment of where i just read off of this and then Posted online, but really cool, really cool gifts from from the guys. Nice. So second thing, second positive from last year, a lot of good shows. Number one show was the most recent, and I think y'all will all agree, The Mandalorian season two, those last three episodes. Absolutely. I mean, wow. Right. Wow. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. I mean, enough to where watching. Season two of The Mandalorian made me start the unending task of watching Clone Wars, the animated Clone Wars. Same for me, dude. Like get, get started past it season up. three and, and you'll you'll be golden. It gets it gets so good. No, no, it, it's good. It's just it's just so much. It's a lot. You so know, much, yeah. So much to watch. I, and I I don't I yeah I don't have a problem. I'm not like bored watching it or anything like that. I think enough happens in each episode and it's like really interesting and fun. I just never got into it because I was like, I don't have time to watch. What is it? Seven seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. or seven. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Clone Wars was was good. I think Rebels is better. I think Rebels is some of the best Star Wars content. And especially with season two, um, a lot of that is is going to kind of intertwine a little bit more. I highly recommend Rebels. I've gotten to the point where it's uh, so after I watched Clone Wars, I was like, well, what do I do with my life? I just dedicated all this time to this. <laughs> like, what do I do? <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, Rebels. And so I watched season one. I'm into season two right now. And it's starting to intertwine. Like, it, it intertwines really mm-hmm. good at the beginning. But I just got to a, a certain Disney princess. Ooh, spoiler. And so, um, so I'm curious Wait. to see what um, When does what Rebels happens. take place? Rebels is, like, concurrent. It's a little bit before the original trilogy. A little bit before A New Hope. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So between three and four. If you look at, um, I don't know if you picked it up, but like uh, the High Republic issue that just came out this past week, they have like an mm-hmm. updated timeline, or you can even Google it. Like a canon it, it, it time. Has yeah, I, that's what I was looking up right now. Yeah. Let me see. I posted it in in one of the groups that we're in. Okay, so the timeline starts with the High Republic, and then you have the fall of the Jedi, and that's where the Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, the Clone Wars. And Revenge of the Sith take place. From there, you have Reign of the Empire, and that's where the new show, The Bad Batch, is going to happen. And Solo, a Star Wars, that's a uh, that's Brian with a B's favorite uh, Star Wars movie. I love maybe, that movie. Maybe behind. I love it. Yeah. Do you? Nice. I love okay. it. Solo got some flack, man. It did. Yeah. I I, I didn't mind it. I love me some Emilio Clarke too. Mm. From there, we have Age of the Rebellion, and that's where Rebels takes place then you have rogue one a star wars story a new hope the empire strikes back return of the jedi from there you go to the new republic that's where the mandalorian is taking place and then finally what should not be canon but is canon 
Rise of the First Order, and that's where you have Resistance, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker take place. So that's that's where they're at. I think that Mandalorian definitely helped me be able to get back into Star Wars again, right? Because I think we we give yeah we give the 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 latest trilogy a lot of flack um, just because it deserves it for every reason. Yeah, okay, that's fair. But the Mandalorian. And again, I, I, Irvin, you posted something about, it, you know, uh, Favreau undergoing back surgery for <laughs> the, entire, uh, the entire franchise. But just such he a saved, he saved that franchise. Him he and Filoni, Filoni and, and Favreau are the Star Wars gods right now. Give them a triple trilogy. Let them do their thing. Give me Taika Waititi on. Wait, a you triple know, trilogy? Direct- that nine movies? Triple trilogy, Brian. You That's heard too it. many movies. Triple <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> we, coined, we coined that term in one of the episodes. See, this is what happens all the time. We coin terms, or Brian will sometimes. But we've been drinking. And then he'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be drunk, and I'm the only one who remembers it because I come back and edit, and they're like, oh, yeah, we did say no that. No recall huh? of that. No. <laughs> But uh, yeah, give them give them the keys to the kingdom and let them just let them run with it. it yeah, it, it definitely again to me that's saying a lot. It's like okay, I'm gonna watch this one season of this one show and completely rekindle my interest in an entire franchise that's you know spanned over four years. Right. So like that's that's saying a lot from from how many episodes was it? Like seven, eight, eight, eight. Yeah. eight. So from, yeah, from eight episodes, it really just brought me back into the fold. And that's, that's pretty high praise for me. That doesn't really get to watch the TV that I want to watch. You know, I can tell you what's going on with Doc McStuffins and Rainbow Ruby. <laughs> for sure. What about Ladybug? Ladybug. Yeah. Ladybug. Man, I have watched that show so many times and it's not that bad. It's really not that's that bad, but bad. I don't want to yeah. watch it again and again and again. Sure. And again. I, I think that's an interesting point that you make is the rekindling that fire because it seems to have done that to like Lucasfilm's vision at large. Like yep. after the dumpster fire, the turd burger that was the rise of Skywalker, they they came out and said, well, like we're basically done. So then like the Mandalorian comes in as this like golden goose that has, you know, done a lot. I, I love season two and I, I'm a person that's like, okay, we have to be careful with nostalgia, pun intended. Sorry guys, but we're on this ah. nostalgia podcast, but you, I think you have to be careful with it because if you lean too much into it, you're not happy with anything. So that was it, the error of the trilogy that, that came out. Basically, what was it? Uh, Force Awakens was essentially a yeah. ripoff of A New Hope, right? See, and that's why I ride for The Last Jedi because whether you like the choices that they made in that, Ryan Johnson was telling a different story than what you'd ever heard. And I think the main problem with the sequel trilogy is there was no through line. There was no plan. Like nah. it was JJ made a movie. Ryan came in and made a great movie. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, he, people, he made a completely were, different movie. A completely different movie. I'll give you that. And then there was backlash. So JJ's comes back and says, oh, let me try and tie it all together. And it was a really haphazard band-aid on a bullet wound type of deal. And and so while it, it was a little bit frustrating for, for Mandalorian to circle back and do a whole lot of, hey, Boba Fett's back and Luke is back and everybody's back and everybody that you loved is back. It felt a little bit heavy handed. The one aspect of where I can kind of excuse that is, is because it's kind of tying the big massive gap from the original trilogy to the sequel trilogy. How did we get here? Because I think that's probably the yep. biggest problem that I have with the sequels. How the hell did we get here? 
why is i understand like it, it's a really interesting take to make luke skywalker like disenfranchised with all these things and he doesn't believe that anymore he's basically turned into a jedi logan but like how did he get there i need more than one flashback scene in the last jedi i need to see all of that take place show me so you I'm think smiling. that that's I'm what smiling doing? because <laughs> we have extensively discussed that one flashback scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also the... smiling, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and what that entails. But no, I, I agree with you. We're, yeah, how did we get here and why was this story told uh, in this way? It, it Honestly, it's... It was to- told this way because it's like me, right? I'll I'll have a conversation with somebody and start talking about one particular topic and then i'll go into my office or i'll walk down the hall do whatever and i'll continue thought thinking about that conversation internally and continue thinking about it continue thinking about it and about 20 minutes to 30 minutes later whatever i'll walk back in and start talking about something completely off the wall to the other person yeah but there's a sequential order of things that has happened in my mind in your head that 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 no no one else can see exactly. exactly And so without, yeah, without actually telling the story um, of the in-between, it, yeah. yeah, you, you lose a lot. You lose a lot. I, here's, here's an interesting point that I'm dying to get your guys' take on. Okay. So the CGI Luke, um, it, it wasn't as bad as Rogue One, but it wasn't good. So if we're going to go forward. King. Freaking <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so if we're going to go forward with this and let's say fingers crossed we get like a, a luke series and we get some kind of dave my, my co-host is a big expanded universe guy so he wants you know like a grand admiral thrawn trilogy heir to the empire so Hashtag robert downey jr if we do that see i would say cumberbatch over that i think uh, i think cumberbatch would be a little bit better than rdj uh, I, but so if we were to do that i think we have to recast a young luke and i think sebastian stan would be perfect facts because if you it's one thing say yes if if, if it's one thing to have a two-minute scene with cgi face you cannot have an entire series or you know extended footage on that it's not going. because that's all you would focus on that's all you would focus on is exactly you you would like again you would in that two-minute scene it was exciting enough and it was brief enough that that you weren't focused in on you you saw it and you were like that looks bad Uh, or that doesn't look as good as I think it could, but it didn't take away from what the scene was. And, and, and again, it was, it was pretty quick and it was, you know, it was a lot of musically done so well. Mm -hmm. Um, The choreography, the choreography like of him taking down everybody or all the, uh, the bot or whatever they were, the, I forgot what the name. I, I loved the message that we sent because we're so used to Mando being like, Mando's a badass. Like he took one of them on. Here comes uh, Luke and just like crush can lightsaber everywhere. Like it was, it was amazing. You're like, it almost makes you wonder why Mando didn't use the dark saber to do that exact thing. There's that. (laughs) There's that. Good. But, but yeah, Yeah. it it didn't take away. It didn't take away from the episode or from the series or yeah, from the from the season or anything like that by having not the greatest CGI. But you cannot have a standalone. Mm -hmm. 
Luke well, is but, the main character or even a main character. And you, and you bring up an interesting point. And I want to give shouts to Ludwig Gorenson, who is over, who's the main composer on this series. The One of the best things about The Mandalorian, I think, is the music. I think mm-hmm. it's just fantastic. Yep. I, I mean, from that cold open from every episode, when it hits that Western, like, boom, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Mando time. Like, I love it. <laughs> I think another point you can't uh, you can't have a seventy year old or however old Mark Hamill is. I'm sure you know he's as fit as anyone that age is going to be. Yeah. But Jedi are ballerinas. You know they're they're doing flips and jumping and you know all kinds of stuff. And you can't uh, have him doing that. Christopher Lee was jumping around young Yoda in <laughs> Attack of the Clones. Bet. So that's not it. That's not a good thing. That's not an endorsement. <laughs> Right. Okay, well, but but here's the thing is, my question is, what would a, a Luke story even be about? I mean, from what I can tell, the time gap between Return of the Jedi to Ben exploding the, the Jedi Temple is, he's essentially establishing a school. Does that involve a lot of cool acrobatics, or is it more of, like, d- does he get to, like, the 20-year mark where when Ben is growing up and he's like, oh, Jesus, I've got to work on tenure for... Grogu, you know, like his 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 tenure review is up. So that, that's like, what, big, what is that story about? I no, that's I my think biggest, I think this uh, question is yeah. Go ahead, Trey. I th- I think the I think that the story should be immediately after the fall of the Empire, immediately, which this kind of is, right? And it's him. Tra- it's a a, a Mando esque uh, storyline of him traversing the galaxy, looking for gifted, looking for his students. And and kind of bringing the word out, you know, it's he's he's kind of a religious missionary. That's a good that idea, point. but That's it's a really like good idea. all of the you know all of the interactions that he has on the different um, planets and with the different peoples and the cultures and stuff like that, and trying to basically restart the Jedi Order from nothing. And so then, the question becomes: How does Luke Skywalker turn from Jedi Knight to child abductor? <laughs> that fits in line with the jedi message and that's why the jedi come off looking so bad in the prequels because they have all those little kids yep. that can't have any contact with their family they Dude, do that in clone wars Solos. as well right they, they address that i think they have a whole episode dedicated yeah. to that yeah man the jedi sucks why do we want to know more about them yeah that's why <laughs> i love us that's why i love ahsoka she's like yeah f- screw this i'm out yeah i'm no longer a jedi greatest yeah greatest arc there but I want now, to know more. Now, here's let me get y'all's opinion on this. What if you had Sebastian Stan as a young Luke Skywalker, and then you had Mark Hamill as old Luke, but had them both in the same series? I would I love that. that would, That's what I hope they do with Lando. I want Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover. I, I think both would be fantastic. Be Lando, cool. what guys? I always mess up the last name. It's a running joke. He messes it up so often that I can't even say it anymore. Like for real, like, <laughs> like I mess it up. Uh, not you know, I always try and mess it up just to make fun of him. But now I, I can't even. I say don't know it. what his original Good. name is. I, I can't. Yeah, I've lost it. I've lost Good. it. I'll, ne- I'll never be able to. You deserve it. Too funny. If you made a Lando show, what would it be about? I mean, like I don't know, Ooh. but they if are were, making one, so I, I have no idea what they're going like, to do with it. But like, if you were Smuggle if, Run, oh, if, if I said, was hey, making Chris, one? you're the showrunner. Yeah, yeah. They said, Chris, you're okay. the showrunner now. What do you make the story about? It looks like because like there's been rumblings that both they want both involved. So it, I'm thinking like it would be kind of like a a, a remembrance thing. So where he's like, 
you know, his adventures. It picks up with his story after Solo ends. Like, how did he get to Bespin, the Cloud City? You know, how did we get there? Kind of like I referenced before, tying those things together. Because, you know, I think Donald Glover is super magnetic and and, and one of the, the brightest spots of Solo. And, and so I think to be able to flesh that out, I think it would be super interesting. Okay. Just don't bring who is who is the actor of Solo who played Han in Solo? Aaron Aaron Reich, Alden yeah. Aaron Reich. Yeah, leave him out. Yeah, <laughs> leave him out. Wow, leave him out. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him. I don't want him to. There's no interaction between no, Han no, cast, and cast, Lando. Uh, Harrison Ford, and then just DH him to look like whatever his name, Al, Al, Alden Blundchik. Harrison Ford doesn't give Star Wars anymore. No, he's it's totally done. It's honestly the best thing, dude. He bought, you know, he bought his like third house in the Hamptons with with yep. appearing in the last two, or you know, the last two that he was in, and he's like, "I'm good forever, forever." <laughs> Tammy's asking, him, "Were you a Force Ghost in Episode Nine? He's like, "I don't know what that is." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Leave alone." <laughs> we go crash a plane like in Dennis Quaid. Oh, and then yeah, JJ just wanting to treat Star Wars like Lost. I have a lot of gripes with those seven, eight, nine. Oh, oh the <laughs> mystery really. box aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, I like JJ. Don't get me wrong. Like we all experience Lost in one way or another, whether it's through our friends or watching it ourselves, but or personally going to purgatory. Yeah, I mean. I just don't see the point of always like trying to like do a twist. Like I think we could tell episode nine, Emperor Palpatine twist sucked. <laughs> Hot garbage. Same thing with the uh, what was Anthony Serkis's character's name? Uh, uh Grand Moff uh, Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Exactly, Snoke. There you go. I don't know why that made me remember it, but. Scarface, hey, Snoke. Got, it's just like, what a shit twist. It's like, ah, oh, it's just multiple Snokes in a test tube. It's like, ah, there was no point to that. It just killed that character for me completely. Yeah, it was bad. Well, I, what they were just writing as they were going answer. along, though. They were just, yeah, they admitted they that. What'd you say, Brian? With the oh, what would have been a satisfying, like, if you took the the foundation as as shaky and mysterious as it was of force awakens what could have been a satisfying development of that rather than uh what ryan johnson did which was essentially strip the foundation burn the ground salt the earth uh pretend that after you blow up five worlds you can somehow equivalent uh make those guys equivalent to the the resistance which again was nonsense With episode nine, especially, there was way too much take backsies. Like we were in kindergarten, it was just like, "Chewie died." Nah, Chewie's not dead. Oh, C three PO doesn't remember you. Memory deleted. Nah, he can remembers everything. It's just like, give me something. That, like, I, stop being afraid to kill these things. I love that. That's that's awesome. Just that's commit to the kill. That's, 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 that's it. Commit to that, it. That's the teaser line for the episode. <laughs> oh yeah it, it, it turns out so like Han Solo is actually still alive like yeah he, uh, somewhere he <laughs> he's, he's living like, in the cloud city the no no he got he got like the robot legs like the spider robot legs like Darth Maul did so I was just about, about to say Darth Maul <laughs> yeah yeah kill your creations do it yeah also I have a question at the end of Solo 
if I'm trying to intimidate someone with my Darth Maul presence, why do I turn on my lightsaber? <laughs> when you're That's that true. far away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, when I get there, <laughs> in four parsecs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cap it off there. Make sure you go and follow Don't Forget About Us podcast show on Instagram. That's Don't Forget About Us podcast show on Instagram, all one word. Of course, follow the Nerd by Word podcast by finding Nerd by Word, all together one word, on Instagram. And finally, Nerd Nostalgia podcast at nerd.nostalgia.podcast on Instagram as well. Make sure you go and drop a five-star on each of our individual podcasts over there on Apple Podcasts. All right, that's it. We'll catch you on part three over on Don't Forget About Us podcast show.